welcome to Tales, Tunes, and Tom Fullery, starring Jerry Springer, along with Gene Galvin and me. I'm Megan Hills. We're recorded live in front of a brilliant studio audience at the Folk School Coffee Parlor in Ludlow, Kentucky. My daddy came And here he is, ladies and gentlemen, with no coot, Jerry Springer. Thank you. In one week. One week later, it's one week later, and you all wore the exact same clothes. <laughs> so did you, Jerry. So no one I. listening understands what you're talking no, about. No, <laughs> because the audience is not the, these. Oh, he, he doesn't people. get that yet. We're we're not there yet. Gene. He doesn't. Yeah, these yeah. microphones. It's only been two and a half years. It's only two and a half yeah. years. He'll get there. He'll get there. It'll be okay. But do if you get a chance, listen to our. We have a podcast, right? Is that do. what we do here? Yes. Is that? Is that why we're here? I'm here just to. So I can get my coffee. Oh, fair enough. They <laughs> said you got to talk for your coffee. We did, hey, yes. uh, Megan, because we're moral people. We have removed, would you like to date Megan from the JerrySpringer.com website? <laughs> because we're moral people. Well, we, because we're moral people. Casey, and that was a big laugh for that. <laughs> you. Yeah. And because you are, as we say, in a relationship. I am. Well, how's that going? It's going very well. He's See, a nice guy. And that's what I wondered. Do you feel the need? And I offer this only if you feel you need it. So don't be afraid to say, no, I'm not interested in that. But I have somebody who I consider, I'm going to tell you, it's Jerry Springer, who could be <laughs> your relationship coach. What? <laughs> hey. Why are they Why laughing are you at that, laughing? Jerry? Yeah. Why is that funny? Well, if that's yeah. what my life has brought me to, the Jerry Springer is my relationship <laughs> yeah. coach, then I guess I deserve it. I don't is know. Is that a hard yeah. no? That's, that's a pretty I, suck. Jerry, what oh, do you think? What, oh, I'll just send you copies of my final thoughts. Oh, my. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You, you could be educated Frank, on that. Frank, I'm so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, that's gone yeah. from the website. We've scrubbed that oh. from the website. Did you get well, the hard hat photo off the website? Yeah. Well, we, well, well, we what, getting Megan? lots of calls Oh, my it? God. When the hard hat thing went up, because Megan, if, if you didn't oh, hear right. a couple episodes ago, is a trainer in heavy equipment. And yes. it's not the image you think when yeah. you look at Megan, she's a businesswoman, you know, highly educated uh, corporate woman. But she <laughs> is trained and certified in cranes that move stuff all over construction fields yeah. and all sorts of stuff. Yep. Front loaders, oh. uh, forklifts. There's the nothing deal. like a front loader. It's pretty sexy. When, when, <laughs> I'm going to tell you something. When I put I on the no website, idea what that means, she but... operates a forklift. I got a huge number of emails <laughs> oh, yeah. from guys. I, well, anyway, yeah. it's gone. Sad. Okay, well, thank you. It's gone. Thank and you. its place is... I'm glad my moral conscience feels better now. Yeah, thank but you, what Jim. happens if t things turn south with this guy? Yeah, I mean, we'll is throw it right website, back Don't throw the website out, kid. We may oh, no, need we it, it again. We have it. It's in, it's in the digital sphere. We have yeah. it. It's not going anywhere. It's clouded. It's cloud. It's in the cloud. What's it's that? It's in the cloud. But anyway, oh, in its place. What's that? <laughs> in its place, we have a link to askthelifeguard.com because yeah. that's the hot well, property. That is well, that's now. the hot Let's property right honest. now. <laughs> you know, that makes me think of something. Makes Nothing think makes of... you think of something. <laughs> I tell you what, the king of the segway is Gene Galvin here. What you thinking what? about, Gene? It made, made me think of Bobby Kennedy. Because, you know, I've had... Naturally. I've not told you this, but I've had a lot of people say, when I listen to your podcast, Gene, I think when I hear you of Bobby Kennedy. Sure. <laughs> no, no, seriously. That. You're so full of it, you I can't know, even I know, see I know. straight. Hey, 
I was talking to our technical producer, David Pruce, Ambient Studios. What's up, uh, David? Look hey. him up. He's got a yeah. website. And if you're in Cincinnati, yeah. you need something recorded, talk to David. Yeah, ask the sound man. Ask that I get my 10% <laughs> for that. But uh, we have not asked Jerry to tell this is the truth. Because sometimes we sound on this show like we're joking around. And that's, Which that's is not never true. the case. But <laughs> true story. Jerry Springer, this is the sad part. Shortly before he died, had no, not before Jerry, Kennedy Megan, not Jerry. Bobby Kennedy was assassinated. Before I died, oh my gosh! If this is my last podcast. Well, let me just tell you all: it's been a great ride. Thankfully, you have your plot yeah. picked out already. We're good. Megan. We do have the plot. Did you forget we have eulogies or us? Yes. You're right. Shoot, we're, we're set. set. We're set. We, I've got a eulogy and the plot and the site. What else yeah. are you worried we're about? We're still trying to put a bench up there. Yeah. I hate you. Well, so Go on, Gene. Where's this going? Bobby Kennedy was assassinated. I don't know if you knew that. If you follow history, but Bobby Kennedy was I, I was aware. Very sad. And now let's get serious. Springer uh, had a, I'll call it a budding friendship. Sure. Jerry, pick up the story. What happened? Well, and, yeah, just tell that us may the make story. it a little more than it was. Um, but I was in law school, and a professor of mine at law school, this was already 1967, and uh, a professor of mine at law school was a good friend of Bobby Kennedy's. And he, back then, there was a lot of pressure on Bobby, who then was a senator. Uh, to challenge Lyndon Johnson in the Democratic primaries because of the war in Vietnam. The country was very upset with what was happening with the war, particularly Democrats. So even though we had a president of our own party, Lyndon Johnson, we wanted to challenge him. We didn't care that we were Democrats. The idea was that the, we thought the war was immoral, and we were looking for somebody to beat Lyndon Johnson in the primaries, which basically was a revolution within the party. And uh, I was active in the anti-war movement, just as, you know, as a student. The professor knew of my interest in that. Bobby was going to be in Chicago that night, and the professor invited me with a couple of other students to join him because he said the senator needs to hear some of this anti-war stuff. Senator Kennedy was afraid to challenge uh, Johnson because he thought once he stepped into the race, it would look like the Kennedys were trying to get back the White House, that somehow they thought it was rightfully theirs, that Johnson really didn't belong in that. You know, so it, it, that became a very big issue, and he thought no one would be talking about the war in Vietnam. They'd be talking about the ruthless Kennedys trying to get the White House back. So he needed to hear some. And because of that hesitancy, by the way, um, Gene McCarthy came forward, and he became the first one to stand up against Johnson in the primaries and... Uh, and so I went to work for Bobby Kennedy is the, is the end of that story. But it is also the beginning of what I'd like to talk about now, and I'll show you how it ties into what we're currently experiencing with Trump, although you hate to put Bobby Kennedy and Trump in the same sentence. But what happened then is what I believe is going to happen now in terms, not obviously assassination, but what is going to happen in terms of Trump's future in politics. I believe that 
there is no way that Trump ever gets reelected. So it is 50-50 whether he completes his term. And that is going to be purely based on what Mueller, the special prosecutor, comes up with. And so nobody knows right now. You know, we have suspicions, of course, because of all the prosecutors Mueller is hiring, everything they're looking at, the con convening of grand juries. So it's 50-50 it's, it's whether Trump gets to finish the term. But even if he gets to finish the term, there is no way he gets reelected. And the reason he doesn't get reelected is similar to what happened in 1968. There will be Republicans running against Trump in the Republican primaries. It's a done deal. Certainly Kasich is likely to run, the governor now of Ohio, and there'll be others, the senator from Arizona. There'll be a bunch of others jumping in for several reasons either because there will be indictments, if not of Trump, of the people around Trump, and then if they're family members, there's going to be pressure on Trump to pardon them because it's his own family, and if he does that, that would be the end of him, or at least politically the end of him. So he's an impossible position. Now, so there will be people running against Trump to try to cleanse the Republican Party of the stench of what is now going on. And here is where the history comes into being. There are no exceptions to this. Certainly, at least through the 20th century and on to now, never has a president been reelected when he has been challenged by his own party in the primaries with a legitimate candidate. So, in 1968, Johnson was challenged by first Bobby Kennedy and then Gene McCarthy. And because of that, he dropped out, so Nixon gets elected. In 1976, Gerald Ford is running for re-election, or at least to be elected on his own for the first time. And he is challenged in 1976 by Ronald Reagan. People were upset with Ford because he had pardoned Nixon. So Ford is challenged by Reagan. Ford beats back Reagan in the Republican primaries. But because he was challenged within his own party, that created a split. So Jimmy Carter beats him in the general election. Remember, if you're challenged in the primaries in your own party, you don't win the general election. Example one, Lyndon Johnson. Example two, Gerald Ford. 1980, where Gene and I were in New York, Jimmy Carter is running for re-election. He's challenged by Ted Kennedy in the Democratic primaries. He beats back Kennedy, but he's wounded by being beaten back by Kennedy, and so Ronald Reagan easily defeats him. 1992, Bush, the 41st, the first one, he is challenged by Buchanan in the Republican primaries. He beats back Buchanan, but then loses to Clinton in the general election. The point being that presidents, even those that aren't Trump, invariably have a lot of baggage running for re-election because things happen in the world that aren't good, and in politics they're going to get blamed for it, even if it isn't their fault. If you add to that a divided party, 
with all the commercials that will be run against Trump by other Republicans, it almost makes it impossible to win the general election. Therefore, it almost seems impossible under any scenario, not even impeachment, just various indictments, just the fact that he's at 33 percent approval rating. And it's not going to get easier for Trump as more and more people realize that Trump is basically an empty vessel and doesn't have much power outside of his base, which, by the way, is shrinking. They're going to feel, oh, man, this is a guy I can go against. I can be the responsible moderate Republican or even the responsible conservative Republican. And so the good news is there's no way Trump gets elected in 2020. The bad news is we have to survive until then. But that is how I see the election, you know, the politics of it all coming. What the Democrats have to make sure is they don't self-destruct themselves because they are being handed a divisive Republican Party right now that is divisive because of Donald Trump. Yep. All right. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we have a very nice treat this evening. We have Darren Zankin coming back to visit us this evening. How are you? Yeah. Good. Good. <laughs> you, you're feeling better than last week? I mean, because yeah, you were fighting a cold. Got that all cleared up. I'm wearing the same shirt, but I don't do laundry. Yeah. <laughs> Neither does Jerry. It's yeah. fine. <laughs> no, my people do it. <laughs> right? Oh, my goodness. So I have a note here that you were in a John Lennon. Like, tell me this contest that you were. Yes. Yes. Ooh. So there's uh, this really prestigious contest called the John Lennon Songwriting yes. Contest. Oh, yep. wow. And tell us it's, about that. It's, it's kind of a bucket list for musicians. I've applied for it several times and lost several times, obviously. And uh, But this year, I applied at some point and just kind of ignored that it happened. Sure. And then I was going through emails one day, and I saw an email that said John Lennon, and I thought it was spam. Sure. So I deleted it. Oh. And then I went back and said, wait a second, I probably shouldn't do that. And then I looked at it and said, congratulations, you've been named a finalist for the John no Lennon song. Congratulations. Good. Thank yeah. you. That's so cool. Yeah. So there was, there was thousands of songs entered. They picked three. And as soon as I heard the female singer, I was like, she's going to win. She's yeah. amazing. She did. Deservedly so. But we came in second. So to me, that's... That's awesome. You know, that's I, I didn't care so if I came cool. in 12th. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But honored. you did come in second to a woman. Thank Jerry. You. Thank you. No, I'm saying. Jerry. Because a woman no, is hey. much better. You know what? Okay. Yeah, Lewis, you see. You see this. She, okay, we'll, we'll was, talk after. She was fantastic. <laughs> yeah, what was yeah. her so, name? Do you remember? I don't honestly remember. That's okay. Because my song was the most important. <laughs> That's but, exactly No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, but seriously, seriously, she was, she was, I mean, as soon as I heard her, I said, this girl that, is awesome. Yeah. She yeah. deserves to win. I'm okay coming in second or third. Yeah. That's Just really being cool. in that conversation. Yeah. Well, that's something good, good for you. And they were like Flea and Beyonce and American authors and no kidding. Uh, George Clinton. Like all these, these were all the judges. Shut wow. up. So they're all the ones that listened to it. Did you like get to play in front of no, these people? No, they oh. just probably listened to my song for like 10 seconds. And said, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll let him be in the top. But of like it. George Clinton listened to your song. Exactly. That's so well, cool. from Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah, and, did you, you get know. to meet Beyonce? No, but I got to meet Jerry Springer. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> uh, she's, she's just a lookalike. 
All right. So tonight you're going to sing for us. I'm going to play Hold You So Tight. Yeah. That is the song. Is this the song? So this we, and this is one, one of the ones that recorded at Blackbird. Very and cool. And you can get it online anywhere music is available. Tell your website. Google Music, uh, Amazon, uh, Napster. You could download it illegally 20 years ago. Napster. Um, <laughs> iTunes, anywhere yeah. you want to get music. But please do because we worked really, really hard on this. So And that website is com Or Facebook. Or Facebook. Or MySpace. Or MySpace. I don't even think we're on that. So. Well, let's hear it. I'm excited. Right, so this is the song. So tight. I don't know where music goes Maybe underneath that old stone road These lullabies and country soul So grab my hand, let's go, let's go And ride into the night I wanna hold on to you so tight These summer nights we just don't care The peaceful side of firefly The sun's falling in the sky And right into the night I wanna hold on to you so tight I wanna dance, I wanna sing I wanna hold on to everything I know I want to feel, I want to breathe, I want to let that rush take over me And right into the night, I want to hold on to you so tight Just close your eyes and take it in, let's hope this moment never Lullabies and country soul So grab my hand, let's go, let's go I want to dance, I want to sing I want to hold on to everything I know is real I want to feel, I want to breathe I want to let that rush take over me And ride in Saying I want to hold on to everything I know is real. I want to feel, I want to breathe, I want to let that rush take over me. I want to dance, I want to sing, I want to hold on to everything I know is real. I want to feel, I want to breathe, I want to let. Into the night, I want to hold on to you so 
Thank you. Awesome. All right, let's give it one more time. Where can we find your music, Darren? Facebook.com yep. slash Darren Zankan Band. And if anyone can. If anyone can, Zan can. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, we loved listening to you. And if you wouldn't mind taking us out on Down by the Riverside. Right. And unfortunately, Jerry Springer is going to sing with you. Yeah. So. I, I came in third. <laughs> oh, you did? Okay. He entered the same contest unknowingly hey, you know, and lost. Most, most people in their lives don't get to say they sang a song with Jerry Springer. Yeah, and yeah. that's cool. Sure. Yeah. You, you, and most people are very happy about that. I really like your spin on things there. <laughs> I know? really do. Most people would be like, eh. me, I'm like, hey. Yeah. Put know? that on the resume there, buddy. Most people have. <laughs> when I apply for like my next music gig, I'll say, I sang with Jerry Springer. But you do know I was on. Of course, most like, people have never been hit by lightning. So. <laughs> <laughs> And they're very happy about that. It's not like a bad. It's about the same number. Yeah, yeah. that's great. It's the same feeling too, probably. So. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, just, oh. I'm kidding. Darren, you can come back. Well, You're that's good. all the I'm time good. we have today. Oh. <laughs> now I'm thinking. I think Darren and I are getting along just fine. Yeah, I know. <laughs> he can take care of himself. He yeah, sure can. Good. He sure can. All right, all right down by the riverside. Right. Let's do it. I'm gonna lay down my heavy load. Down by the riverside, down by the riverside, down by the riverside, I'm gonna lay down my heavy load, down by the riverside, I'm gonna study whoa no more. Gonna lay down my sword and shield, down by the riverside. Down by the riverside, down by the riverside, I'm gonna lay down my sword and shield. Down by the riverside, down by the riverside, I ain't gonna study war no more. Ain't gonna study war. You've been no listening more. to Tales, ain't Tunes, and Tomfoolery. Recorded live at the Folk School Coffee Parlor in Ludlow, Kentucky. Thanks to Patrick Kennedy for writing our opening song and to you for listening. Check out our website at jerryspringer.com. War no more.